we have a super fun episode. It's the LeBron breaking Kareem all-time point scoring record. And I wanted to use today's episode to get kind of like a, like a courtroom. You know, we'll both have opening arguments, maybe supporting evidence, and then a closing argument on kind of how we both have remembered LeBron's legacy, right? And there's LeBron the player. Uh, there's a LeBron the businessman. There's there's a whole bunch of sides. The GM. LeBron the GM. You, you said it, not me. Welcome back to Lucas Tigers and Bronzo Mai. We love you guys. If you like what we're doing here with our content, please like, share, and subscribe. Before we get into LeBron, anything, you know, pressing, anything that you were thinking about today, card world related, sports related, betting related, crypto, economy, politics, anything that's like kind of, you know, in Russian, we say sitting in your throat. It means like that you want to kind of get it out and, and, and say it. Sitting in your throat. Yeah. That's an interesting one. Like a frog? Like, yeah, uh, kind of like Sidiev Gordon. It's, it's actually the, the line. No, I don't, I don't really have anything sitting in my throat at all, really. I mean, interesting week. I don't think LeBron breaks the record tonight. Um, I think, you know, it, it sets up. Came in like men in black. Came in looking like men in black. I mean, it sets up poetically against the Bucks because, you know, Kareem played half his career for the Bucks and played for the Lakers. And, you know, so he'll be there, I'm sure, the Bucks lakers game. And, it, you know, it sets up nicely. Also, if he scores 20-something points tonight, you know, they can stop the game in the first or second quarter and make a big deal about it on Thursday. Whereas 36 points, that's probably like the end of the game and people are leaving and maybe it's garbage time and he probably doesn't want that, you know, one way or the other. So it's, you know, it's. It's an interesting, uh, you know, kind of setup for us. So that's that's there. Golden auctions tomorrow. Lots of LeBrons. Check out my post, guys. I'm giving away a box of cards. Um, all you got to do is take a guess. Like, you know, uh, price is right. But you can go over. You can be under. It doesn't make a difference. So it's sort of not price is right. Um, just, there's a, a couple cool LeBrons for sale. You know, end of tomorrow. Go bid on them if you have a, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars <laughs> sitting, <laughs> sitting in your junk drawer. Um no, man. I mean, listen, it's fun stuff. It's a great sports weekend. We got, um, you know, I'm getting messages from people. Am I am I on the Jalen Hurts train yet? Or do I believe it's Mahomes? You know, it's a pretty evenly divided Super Bowl. It's been a while since I've seen, you know, that kind of split. A Super Bowl usually you kind of had a read of, all right, Brady's going to win this one. You know, so um, it's nice. Maybe we'll That to me is the best, game. by the way. That to me is the best. I always get really nervous when – People are leaning one direction or another. I love even split because it just solidifies my belief that this is going to be a blowout and the Chiefs are really going to run away with it. You know, if I had to place a wager right now, I'd say the same thing. I'd place a wager on the Chiefs winning winning the Super Bowl. Just 34-17 is, is where I'm at with it. Wow. So not even really particularly close. Um, I think when what I've learned, and anything could happen, it's one game. When you have a bunch of guys coming in for the very first time to, to Super Bowl with an experienced squad, it's a, it's a recipe for disaster for the, the younger guys. It's just a whole different week. You you, yeah. you guys could go to like YouTube and, and search this, like former players talking about Super Bowl week. It's your whole – these guys are creatures of habit. And your whole week is, is, is different because of media, of getting family in, getting tickets, getting accommodations. It's not your, really your city. Uh, you're there for a substantially longer period of time. So a lot of those routines and habits that these guys rely on on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis are broken in that week. And th- that that makes it a big challenge. Not my words. 
Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll probably get the facts wrong on it, but I remember the Raiders making it in like 02, and one of their offensive linemen didn't even show up to the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, 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 he didn't get the he didn't get the memo. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think wherever you know, sometimes you know, sometimes you just can't make it to the game. You got other things going on. I I I'd have to look it up. I have to look it up. But I, you could look. Raid, type in Raiders offensive lineman do, doesn't make it to the Super Bowl. I think his name was like Stinchcomb, maybe like uh, S T I S. This is not someone that that plays, right? No, Bar- like Bar- Robbins. Barrett Robbins disappeared. Barrett Robbins. Be- yeah, Barrett Robbins. That's it. So I had the wrong name. Barrett Robbins. That's one hundred percent right. Disappeared before the Super Bowl. Yes, he see? spent Super Bowl Sunday at an undisclosed hospital. Yeah, I, and his I, teammates were annoyed and concerned. That, so see, it's a different week. You could be you could be a starting lineman. Like Barrett Robbins and not even make it to the game. You got a chance to watch LeBron, Kobe, <laughs> and Jordan. I said the wrong name. It's all right. I got. I did. I've I've watched LeBron, Kobe, and Jordan. Yes, of the three of them, it will surprise no one. I'm least impressed by Kobe's overall game. But that doesn't. As mean a, that are you talking about as a player? As a player. Yes, We're talking right player. now, individual player. Correct. Least cool. impressed by Kobe's. I'm very impressed by Kobe. But you're comparing him to who I consider the two yep. best players to ever play the game of basketball. Even if Kobe was the third best, I'm ranking him that way. You know what I mean? I I think um, all of them played the game at a different time. Uh, LeBron maybe even spanning kind of like a change. Whereas, you know, Jordan played his almost his whole career in sort of like a bully ball type of era. Played with a lot of physical contact, a lot of tough defense. You know, to defense, not a lot of three point shooting. You didn't have to become a three point shooter at all. Um, you know, Kobe wasn't never really wasn't really a three point shooter. So at the end of his career, the three pointer became a little more prevalent. But if you watch the Kobe clutch moments, he's taking shots from one foot, two feet inside the three point line, which no one would do now. Everybody would step that back and take a three. And are you are you a Gary V type of fan where it's like oh I love the Knicks so like you know I hate that um, Michael Jordan. No, I was is- I, I I was a Nick fan with Patrick Ewing, and it took a while for me to appreciate the greatness of Michael Jordan because he he um, you know he really kept us out of you know a lot of finals. I mean it was the what Knicks the- Bulls, a huge rivalry. What about the greatness of Kareem? Like Kareem was is maybe the most accomplished basketball player of all time. A lot of people don't realize he played for John Wooden. This was mm-hmm. back in the day where freshman eligibility, you couldn't play as a freshman. So they won three national championships. Yeah, he played four years in UCLA. And right. LeBron played no years in college. So, I mean, you give Kareem four more years of playing in the NBA, it would be interesting to see where the record would be. Talk um, to me about Kareem's great Because you, you probably didn't get a chance to catch all of it. But, like, you, you no, saw a little I mean, bit No, I was it. a young kid. I mean, Kareem played until – I think he played until 89. I think he played from 69 to 89, if I, if memory serves. Um, but that 89 year, his 20th season in the league, he really was just a shadow of his former self. Like if you compare what LeBron's doing in year 20 versus what Kareem was doing in year 20, but Kareem was older um, because Kareem, I said, four years of college. Um you know, he was, but I did get to see him on, you know, Showtime Lakers, still towards the end of his career. I mean, just a, a juggernaut, just a, you know, a shot that was indefensible, um, an anchor center. It's not something that people who watch today's games would ever be impressed with. 
because it's it, it, basketball is almost a completely different game than when Kareem was playing it, where you had these jumbo-sized centers and you parked them in the middle of the lane. They played defense and made it impossible for someone to drive in for a layup. Nobody was shooting three-pointers. In the beginning. I don't there think was they no- had that, um, that – what's that called? The restricted like area. The, I don't think like, they had yeah. that back then. Oh, you know, you can just you 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 could play defense, and basically, it was forcing other teams to take you know more difficult shots. Um, now it seems silly to have a seven foot four center stand there because all he's doing is one defender that's not going to get out and guard the three. You know, you, you so need like, switch centers. The Cavs are doing it interesting with two Evan Mobley and Jared Jared. Allen. I, I I find it interesting. So I, I posted today about LeBron. Yep. I. It reminds me of the camp of vaccinated, not vaccinated. Democrats, Republicans. Really? It's that polarizing if you have anything to say about LeBron. And I'm, I'm trying to make sense of it because obviously these, these guys are humans and they, they err. You know, they have mm-hmm. weaknesses. They have blind spots. Yeah. They, they have mistakes they may have made. Sure. With mistakes. Jordan, made it was the gambling. Yeah, um, he, you know, the going last to try game, to play baseball. What the hell was all yeah. that about? <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, a dickhead as a teammate. You know, a lot of people were like, Jordan's such an asshole as a teammate. That was a big cut a lot of punch Kobe, Steve Kobe, Jordan, like, like tough to be a teammate with, but then they appreciate it at the end because they have rings and trophies because of right. the same you kind know, of thing. Kobe pushed Shaq out. So there was always the positive mixed with a little bit of the negative, and it was with LeBron. So you have the LeBron, the player. Mm-hmm. My biggest issue with LeBron is LeBron the teammate and sort of the hypocrisy between sometimes it's like, well, he's just a player. Let the GM do his thing. Mm-hmm. And then other times it's like, well, he is the GM and he decides his roster. So one issue I have is the moving of the goalpost. Okay. The second issue I have is the nonstop public embarrassment and ridicule of your teammates. Well, who's he ridiculing? <sighs> So to me, tell me if I'm wrong, the way that he went about this whole – so I have a belief that ESP – like LeBron and ESPN are like this. Th- that's why he does well, interviews with yeah, – Yeah, he can call up and be like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna do an interview today. Sure. Right. So he's you know? chasing this record, this amazing record, Kareem's record, you know, one of the greatest records to be broken. We're going to see it live, people paying $70,000 for tickets. That's silly. That's the ones really just because something's for sale for $70,000. Also, right. I, I'm going to stop you because that was a lot of pomp, pomp and circumstance there. I don't think anybody's calling it the greatest record ever. And, and I will tell you that I remember there being way more lead up to Steph breaking what is an inconsequential record. That's the most three pointer shot of all time. Okay. That was like, oh, countdowns and like a huge thing. And the guys are going to go to all the games. Like, I'm. Yes, ESPN started having a tracker on this when he got under 100, you know what I mean? And they started talking about it. I haven't seen as much fanfare about this, um, as even as I saw for the Steph Curry record. I do consider this to be a more much bigger consequential number. What do you think about going on ESPN and talking about how disappointed he is that Kyrie didn't get traded? But but here's how I'm thinking. To the Lakers. Yeah. I mean, like, he, that, he, the Lakers didn't do what they needed to do to get him, right? Is what correct. Saying? Okay. Correct. So there's always the part of him as a teammate, but then it's like the GM, like we didn't get this guy, like we didn't close the deal. We and okay, have to so go back in the think... locker room real quick. And yeah, now the players that you're supposed to be here leading to win a championship or go as far as you can. What do they think about 
that interview? Like, how do they interpret that? So like, you tell me trying- what you if you're one of them, what do you think it, it tells them? This guy doesn't believe in me. Okay. I think what it tells them is, wow, even though LeBron is about to celebrate LeBron and the league is about to celebrate the greatness of LeBron for his career, LeBron is not out there talking about the scoring record. He's out there trying to win a championship, and he wants this team to bring in a better player to help us all win a championship. Yeah. Are doing an ESPN interview? I mean— How is that helping them win an NBA championship? Because he's trying to put pressure before the trade deadline on ownership to make a move. He's actually he's he's being at odds with the real GM, at odds with the ownership, basically saying to them, guys, you need to make the move so that me and the guys who are left in that locker room, my teammates who I'm going to go to war with, have a chance to actually go and win a championship. See, I take it differently than you. You take it that he's shitting on his teammates. I take that if he doesn't do anything, he thinks ownership is going to just stand pat and be okay with what they are, and then he's not giving the guys who he's riding with a chance to actually win a championship. Whereas bringing Kyrie in might have done that. Maybe bringing in, as I talked about, like Beasley and making a trade, maybe making a trade with Jazz, maybe bringing in Conley. Maybe that's what he's gunning for now. And yes, you're right. One person or two people on, in that locker room will no longer be there because they've got to be part of the trade. But he's trying to hold the, the ownership's feet to the fire and say, look, what we have here isn't working. Go out there and make it better for me and my guys. No? Interesting. I, I did not have that interpretation at all. Well, neither I did took, I until you came up with this topic, and I have to think on a fly. So I think that was pretty good out of nowhere. Is that your true feelings, or are you playing devil's advocate for the fun of the show? I have to do a show, and people have to listen. So I think it's entertaining as hell. And I and I put your brain in a pretzel. Because you just thought, not it was, at all. boom. It was like, boom. No, not no, at LeBron's all. Because he, uh, LeBron is not terrible. LeBron is the great. I'm talking about like later on the TV. To me, it, 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 it was um, a watered-down version of the decision. And to me, the decision was one of the most classless things I've ever seen because we think of the people that are in like the locker room just as the players. Mm-hmm. But think about the decision, and that was his hometown. That was, you know, he got to play – a kid from Akron got to play for Cleveland. And the way that people found out about him leaving mm-hmm. was through ESPN, the, way, the same way that the public did. I guess that kind of stuff, the way he always uses the media – to push the narrative that he's the greatest, he's a GM, he's sort of the center of attention, and he whatever he wants, he gets done. But after that happens, after those charades, after that acting, mm-hmm. it's never enough. And his fans are always saying, look, he never has enough help. Look at his team. LeBron constructed that team. He keeps doing well, that. Well, you GMs. say that, but I mean, he didn't construct a team. I'm sure he... You know, I'm sure he's happy with who gets brought in, but he didn't construct the team. And you, you're happy. It's going to be a difficult time. But, but it's, it's both sides. Book he's constructing right? the team through an ESPN, like these ESPN moments where he's putting pressure on ownership. Yeah. But then he did that same exact thing to get Russ Westbrook in. I'm and then sure. the narrative yeah. is that Westbrook sucks. LeBron is this great, and he never has enough help to win championships. So your problem with LeBron is that he goes behind the team and the organization's back and does it in public and basically forces his will on the organization in public and doesn't do it the right channels, doesn't really have respect for his teammates, and 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 you don't think he gets enough blame for it. Fair? Let's let's just say yes to that. I don't, okay. I don't think he deserves so, blame. I just think just like anybody else, he's got a lot of positives, but he's done this same kind of act 
a few times in so his career, on, and it's a little bit like it's repetitive. So you you would forgive it if it happened once, but since he has now basically gone behind ownership's back, behind his team's back, gone and and making his demands in public, and basically like screwed his team over, you think that basically people shouldn't treat him as well as they treat him. Fair. He makes his demands in public. Huh? He gets yeah. his demands, and mm-hmm. then it, him. I would actually say this is where transfers less to him. He gets his demands, fans. right? Mm-hmm. He gets his demand, and then his fans always suggest that it's not enough. Okay, it's, so look at this king funny. that we have. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. Yesterday's episode, you were exactly the opposite argument for Kyrie, who has done exactly the same thing: taken his arguments to public instead of to his team, gone behind his, made his demands in the public. Gone out there, screwed over his team, screwed over his fan bases, done it on multiple occasions. It's exactly point one, two, three. We just talked about LeBron, but you were saying, I think Kyrie should be defended. I, I said today, I don't understand LeBron, why this. I don't understand why he's always blasted by the media and treated so negatively in the media. And, and my point with this is, is that nuance? It's one guy decisions. Maybe you should call it. And and the, actually, the <laughs> note I have here, it's actually really. I don't. I put LeBron versus Kyrie, and then right under I put WWE. They should get into and, a wrestling match. No, and it's always this heel versus uh, hero. It's this villain versus this hero, and it's almost like LeBron's fans just believe that he's this hero who could do no wrong, and they're not willing to admit some of the flaws or deficiencies in his game and character. So and that's for a annoying to me. Isn't that what being a fan is? I don't think so. Because like Kobe, we have a guy, Cage, no, Kobe who DMs us. The same and, thing, right? I don't because agree. I don't think Kobe fans do that. They dude, look at the responses that I get for saying he was the eighth best player in the NBA. It's Which exactly is, uh, that's crazy. part of being a fan. It's part of being. It's part. You defend your guy. You know, like Kobe. You call Kobe. I like. It makes Kobe. me want to like Le- and root for LeBron less. Is his lack of? Um, they don't make him human. They make him like this. This. This right. God, this but king you can of say those. the same thing for all of these. So we're talking all time greats. Jordan too. I mean, he wasn't a god. You know what I mean? He had his warts, right? He definitely did. But now, in in hindsight, his fans hold him up as a deity. He was somebody who who did no wrong. Kobe, listen, checkered past doesn't cover it. Kobe has some dark spots on his life, right? He has definitely one. So anyway, also and that was immediate. Team, that was held against him at the time that it happened, a, yeah, and but, in perpetuity. But that's the no. It's not Jordan by his fans. So you're mad because the LeBron fans, the people who grew up loving LeBron and becoming LeBron fans and watch basketball and grew no up, wrong. that they are going to defend their guy. Jordan's guys do that. Kobe's guys do it. Look at the score article with uh, with Barkley. Barkley gave his top ten because we're all about top tens now. But Charles Barkley gave a top ten. And Kobe was not in the top five, by the way. I know you guys come at me and say I never played basketball, so I don't know what I'm talking about. I think Charles Barkley played basketball probably more than anybody in my conference. He puts Kobe outside. I think he put him at six or seven, but he put LeBron behind that. He had more Bill Russell and Oscar Robertson, who I think fell out of my top ten this time around. But because people have their own, their own guys, they have their own that they watch, their own that they champion, and. I think that's what being a, a fan is. And I th- you can't expect in this, you know, we're, we're sports and they're heroes and they're people who are out there breaking records and we're buying their cards and we're doing this. You can't expect a rational, objective argument about it. You just can't because you're going to be arguing because, because 
that's what fandom is. You think fandom is blind? Yeah. I mean, you just started off by saying the Chiefs are going to beat the heck out of the Eagles. Now, what's funny is you're— But I also have admitted that Andy Reid came up short with the Eagles for— But you're a Philly fan, right? I mean, you're you're a Philly person. But I also admitted that the, the, the Eagles shouldn't have uh, done— that shouldn't have treated Andy Reid on the way out the way that they did. I, I mean, I you're guess, able to hold both arguments. Let's just say you didn't have either way. Yeah, you, but you're still going to – if somebody came in here and said to you the Eagles are going to dominate because um, Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback that's ever played and people just don't know it yet, you would have a million arguments as to why Mahomes is better, why that is not, not sound, why it's not valid. But they are an Eagles and a Hurts fan. So because of their fandom, that – argument is going to it's, it's going to take away the objectivity of it and you, you're getting that from what do we call them lebron testicles what do they call bronze 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 sexuals bronze sexuals that's what they call them so you, you can't you're arguing with them you're you it's an argument you can't win nor okay. should you i have even a different try. question I'll, 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 i have a different question on one of the comments i think it was actually on the the, the lebron post you had today Joseph Whiting has uh, been a Lakers fan for 57 years. And he said, just get him off my team. He said, get him off the team. It's uh, it's unwatchable. Yeah. Any thoughts of how after LeBron leaves an organization, he leaves a wake. He crop dusts all over that organization. Is that a perception? Is that a reality? I mean, tell me, tell me what the Cavs were like. Um, before he came back the second time? Were they playing winning basketball? No, they just got the first pick. They got Kyrie. So you 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 get a first pick, and you get LeBron, and you come back, and all of a sudden LeBron, I mean, you know, did he fix the wake? You know, did he, did he fix yeah, some he of the a championship? He brought, a he brought the first championship to Cleveland. I mean, so that, was I probably his that's, be- that was his best achievement of his career. I think LeBron like, fans would agree with that. Maybe, maybe that's like Panini giving the Babe Ruth autograph. To the guy who got the George Brett, right? I know it's just one fix. It's one positive. It doesn't fix all the other problems that you're trying to raise, um, but it still is a fix. So, so does he leave it in uh, in tatters? So, so the first time around, he left Cleveland and he didn't do it in a spectacular way. But that Cleveland team was not really building anything for him. It was in a weak East, right? And there were a lot of other super teams at the time. That was kind of what was going on. So he partnered up with Miami and won a couple championships there. Did he leave Miami in shambles with a bunch of their titles and, you know, and, and, uh, you know, great legacy? No. Then he went to Cleveland. Well, can we talk about the Miami tenure? Because this is a tenure that's never discussed. In his eighth season versus the Mavs, he was their third leading scorer in the finals behind Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. In 2011. Is what yes. about. This one, is eight, the one season. eight yeah. and nine years into his career. So do you have this the stats a... for all of his other championship runs while do... he was with the Heat? Because I can look them up. I wasn't ready for this. But I know in 2011, he didn't have a good finals. Yes. It's never brought up his, uh, his LeBron fans never bring up his when he fell short. Of course they do. I mean, he, he didn't win 10 championships. But he came in there arrogant as all hell, saying not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. Not to say, hey guys, I'm going to come here and I'm going to get to the finals and lose a bunch of times. No, I mean, have you when you played for for the the mighty Drexel Argonauts and you played soccer? Did you run out there on the field and say to the other guys, guys, Drexel's good, but you guys are better? 
You're probably going to beat us today. We're just happy to be here. Let me rewind. You didn't you say asked that. Me. You said, so, so I, I'm not going to compare myself to LeBron, man. <laughs> like, let's You're be better. You're better. I, I, no, I wasn't focused on saying shit. I just wanted to play. Like, I wanted to be good enough to play. Like, <laughs> it's not the direct so, Argonauts, by the way, guys. I just dragons. Okay. Uh, Very close, then. So the reason, back to your original question, like, Kyrie did this and LeBron did it. I think the perception, at least, I I thought, and this is the moving on the goalpost, is LeBron is held to the standard of greatness. Mm-hmm. He's held to a higher standard. At least that's always been my perception of him. So okay. when it's convenient, we compare him to stars. When it's convenient, we compare him to greats. We're always moving the goalpost for him. So it's like, oh, okay. Like, well, of course, what is he supposed to say when he teams up with one of the greatest shooting guards of all time and a perennial all-star and a Hall of Famer in Ray Allen? What is he supposed to say? Oh, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six. They want two. happens with every time out. They want two. Are we going to at least say like, yo, dude, you talked a bunch of shit. You you made the first super team, maybe the second team after Carl Malone, Gary Payton, Shaq, and Kobe. We could say that was a super team. Yeah, okay. I actually think those guys were old Brooklyn. and basically. It was all usually. Brooklyn, was, right? Brooklyn yeah. was after that, by the way. Yeah, right. Celtics, after. maybe. But Celtics, you made yeah. a super team. You came out here claiming that you're going to win six titles. You want two. You lost to a complete team in Dallas Two Mavs. and two, right? Finals, right? Yeah, the, the Mavs beat him. That's great. But he still got to the finals. So, I mean, you're saying he leaves it awake, right? So, a couple, couple retorts. Number one, he's played in three cities and has won a championship in all of them. Right. They're, they're, he also built a roster in all of them. Not okay, but but he built a roster that won a championship. He won it. He won in L.A. He won in Miami, and he won in Cleveland. So so all of those cities, I'm sure, are happy that he won a championship for them because there are a lot of cities. The one I'm sitting in, for example, I don't know if I, how happy LA fans are. You just had an LA fan in your comment saying he's not super happy with him. And yeah, he, but he one person. But you, you see, you, I, I would. I, I don't think LA mean. fans are one person. I would say LA fans are probably 60 40. This guy yeah. kind of sucks. But what you're doing comes and he's every, ruined our culture and our. It team. comes with every no. That's one and then, person. And then they and he, blame. And what does he? And know? then anyone on the other side will blame Rob Palinka as if Rob Palinka is the fans, issue with this dude. Team. Listen, you post it, and you know what happens? People with Jordan. Oh, Jordan's the greatest. Jordan's the greatest. I saw somebody post. Well, look what Jordan did. Uh, eliminated in the finals in 1986. Eliminated in the finals in 87. It wasn't until he got his super team that he started winning in the playoffs in 89. When he well, a super team won, he got Pippen. He made Pippen. But in any event, that's the argument. It's the same exact thing, right? Just what you're saying. Did about, he make and Pippen? Co- he did. Because he did. we didn't talk about the true greatness of Jordan. Pippen. And this is the true greatness. Jordan didn't make any of these guys. He allowed Phil Jackson and Tex Winner to build a true team and did system. Did you watch The Last Dance? I know about Tex Winner when Kobe told me he called him Yoda. No, but did you watch would... The Last Dance? So Phil Jackson, he was spectacular in New York. I mean, he came back, ran the triangle offense right into the ground and couldn't win. You know, I guess maybe the game changed and, and the whole deal. Phil Jackson, I think, is one of the most overrated coaches in the world. Tex Winter is a great name. Sounds like he's about to do a porn. Do you don't know, know who what Tex I Winter watched, is? No, but I, what I, of course, I watched, the, I watched the show. But, but you I know think, Tex Winter was before the last dance. Like, people knew about I him before Jordan the last dance. forced these guys. He forced the best out of these guys, just like Kobe did towards the end of his career. And if you want to say LeBron's not getting the best out of his players, I would concede that. I'm not even a LeBron fan. I'm trying to argue this for the sake of arguing it. I think the way LeBron goes about his business, um, not as a player, he tr- he's ready for every game. His body's physically ready. Individually, yep. he takes care of himself. I think as a leader and as a teammate, he leaves a lot to be desired. 
And now equally people will flip to Jordan and Kobe and be like, he's a dick, he's a dick, he's a dick. Yeah. A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. But I think the way that LeBron does it leaves a lot to be desired for that locker room. It's like, does this guy even have my back? I doubt that. I think everybody wants to play with LeBron. I've seen a lot of interviews with players who played with him who say that he makes them better. And more than who? that, I'm going to say this. Who? I mean, I go look at Kyle Korver's interview was the first one that I saw. Okay? But here, here's the fun part, right? Nick Claxton just today said that Kyrie was one of his best teammates of all time. Good. Kyrie's definitely not a great. But here's where, where I give LeBron more credit than you're giving him for. All right? We're going to compare him to who? Kobe and Jordan. Right? Those are the most easy, modern comparisons, right? So let's go ahead, because that's what we've done for the whole episode, right? Ricky Henderson's who I'd compare him to. Okay, Henderson's great too, people. I mean, Henderson is an an underrated star. Insane great, really good at what he does, but just freakishly unlikable. And you, I love the dude. Who? LeBron? Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson. No, not LeBron. Here's here's what you got to give him credit for, right? Jordan came out as number three pick. Right, number three pick. Now everybody knew who he was, but he came out as a sophomore, right? And he became the attraction because of the stuff that he was doing. Right? He hit the he hit the shot in college, but he wasn't the can't miss prospect. Teams passed on him, right? And he was able to fail a little bit in the beginning and not win. And he was able to grow into being Michael Jordan. And he was able to you know, build his legacy and be able to beat the Pistons you know, by working out the whole deal. Kobe, a high school student, drafted behind a bunch of people, right? Came in and was paired up with an all-time great on his team. Like, you want to talk about a super team, right? As good as Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh are, no one's ever going to compare them on the all-time great list to Shaquille O'Neal, right? And Kobe came in, and, you know, he didn't have to be the best from day one. He didn't have to carry on the shoulders. LeBron James, since he was in high school, was a junior year of high school, was on this cover of Sports Illustrated as the anointed one, the chosen one. And, and, and yes, you could argue that he was given more physically as as a gifted, you know, physical gifts than any other athlete, and he's used them. But what I'm going to say is, I think he has done a great job of living up to the expectations, maybe more so than any kind of can't-miss player that I've seen in my lifetime. And I've lived in many, many decades. And I've seen the Bryce Harpers, which was also a high school kid can't miss, a Ken Griffey Jr. high school kid can't miss. You know, I mean, we could probably name some other basketball. Juan Wagner. Sebastian Telford. Kwame Brown. You know, I mean, we can probably come up with Candy. What did I say, right? Michael Olawakandi. But, I mean, so, so sure. He's Weight of very, the world on his shoulders. Height, yeah. and he lived up to every inch of the hood. Yeah. And you got to give him a little credit for that. How he goes about it, how he handles himself. Listen, no matter what, when you're that public and you're that public of a, of a, of a persona um, and that known, someone who's never going to be able to walk into a Starbucks like you can and just, you know, order your latte, like, you can't do it, right? But... I guess they can't man. spell Libric on the on the coffee cup. <laughs> you can take. Let me ask you, know, you, you about can... something that yeah. really rubbed me the wrong way, and we'll wrap with this. Shoot, I can't believe I'm defending LeBron. Like I don't even really like LeBron. <laughs> I am irked by the treatment of Russ. Okay. Not Russ the player, but Russ. Like I understand the 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 issues with Russ's game. You know, he's a poor decision maker on the court. 
very poor shooter, a little bit of a all over the place. But as a competitor, like you have to respect this guy. And this guy's just getting dragged. Is he? Who's dragging him? In my opinion, media. But I think the reason that media is dragging him is because LeBron has AD's back and media is not going to drag LeBron. I think ESPN and LeBron are like this. So I haven't seen any me- bad press about Westbrook since the beginning Westbrook? of the season. Yeah, wow. I haven't seen any. But most recently, I've seen a lot of positive articles about him coming off the bench, you know, having more triple doubles off the bench than anybody's ever had, you know, setting the record for it, you know, being debt left shrimp, I think is who it was. And, you know, I mean, I've seen positive stuff about him. Sure, when the trade deadline's here, you definitely see a lot of, hey, Russ's name being talked about in trade stuff. But, yeah, I mean, the beginning of the year, you don't get a, a story like that one woman who was asking him questions and people are like, wow, look how nice she was. And he's surprised. Clearly, people were coming at him. Otherwise, you don't have that story. But I, I don't remember seeing any of it recently. I get what you're trying to say and that it's maybe LeBron, with all of his clout, could do a better job of protecting his teammates and how they're handled because he should be out in front of that. Um, I get that, man. I do. It's, it's sort of like... Um, I mean, I, I won't compare LeBron to Zach Wilson, but remember when Zach Wilson lost his job here in, you know, because they asked him, like, what do you think? And he's like, well, I did what I, you know, I, I, you know, the defense didn't, you just got to own it. You know what I mean? Even though you're a rookie QB, you got to see every quarterback in the NFL has to say, it doesn't matter what happened. I don't care if you went out there through six touchdowns. If you, if you lost, you don't throw anybody. It's mine. Quarterback's job. I got to go out and score more points. I got to go out and do this. It's on me. I'll get better next week. I'll learn from this. Yes. In a perfect world. If you were building robot Bron, right? He he maybe he wouldn't leave cities in a wake, but things end because they're bad. Usually, if stuff is good, it doesn't end. That's remember your girlfriend told you that. So so this is what happens, man. If you left it in a wake, fun. But if you built if you built robot LeBron, what happens? Okay, sure, he's out in front in the media and he's and he's taking the bullets for AD. He's not letting them call him street clothes. He's saying, hey, AD's working hard. Yeah, he doesn't do that. I give you that. I concede the point. I never saw Last him. question. Yep. In mid to 2000s, there was this great Nike commercial on a boat. Greats of soccer. Uh, they were playing it was Jogo Bonito. They did this whole campaign. It was one my favorite marketing campaign of all time is Jogo Bonito. Okay. It means the beautiful game. Where I think right. like, half fun playing. Like, actually, Joga. Bonito. I, I, that is, it's a beautiful game. Is that right? Yeah. I, I'm pretty confident. Play nice. Beautiful game. If you had to rank your favorite players, not in Play. terms of greatness, of in, when they're playing, Play pretty. you want to watch. Play pretty. You go they're playing, you want to watch. Give me your top three. And then you mean, where LeBron. Like current plays, current guys, like in all the time. league right now. Just like someone's players. playing and you're like, I want to watch this guy. People will say Ja Morant. People will say Zion. Ja, Luca, ja Luca, 100%, right? right? Luca's playing for others. Uh, ben Simmons, if you're, I if mean, you're high and on that. If you're listening right now, you need to drop the printing presses and make a beam team card for Ja Morant right now. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I never understand what Capit means, by the way. Like, I, I'm not sure if Capit means they're telling the truth or they're lying. No Cap means you're telling the truth. Cap is a lie. Yeah. Interesting. Shocking. No, but, I can't believe I'm uh, teaching you that. 
But in any event, you have kids. You have teenage kids. That's, That's how my you. Son tells me all the time. No cap. No cap. I made a steak for him. He told me it was mid. I you said, got no cap for like with pepper jack cheese. No cap. No. no. So no. so yeah. Michael Jordan was it was musty TV, and and I'll say by that it's people who didn't even care about basketball stopped and watched Michael Jordan play. Right. Um, I would say for a time there, Kobe was that too. When Kobe was playing meaningful games, I know you guys gonna crap on me because I didn't say he's top five. But talk about like a clutch guy. Talk about a performer. Talk about a guy who put on a show. Uh, and I'm gonna say Shaq in the beginning of his career because I remember watching Shaq and thinking every time he dunked the ball, he was gonna pull the rim down. It was like, all right, well, let's watch him again. He's gonna break something. You know, it was it was fun to watch. Obviously, look at what I've skewed there. That's, you know from when I was a kid to when I was, you know, 20 something years old there. And, you know, you got my formative years. Everybody's going to be biased. Magic. Um, magic was fun. But I mean, when magic was doing his stuff in the very beginning, I was really young. You know, Curry, I saw him Luka. play. Curry's amazing too. But, you know, to me, the, the long range, you know, Curry shooting to me is, I, it just wasn't basketball. It wasn't like, I like the high flyers. I like the dunking, you know, Kobe, even though he's a good shooter, and has you know clutch sh- uh, shooting like Jordan did. He still was a high flyer. You know he still could take it to the rack. I'm not watching Steph, you know, dunk the ball. So I'm curious, you guys listening. So I wanted to do this. I mean, congratulations, LeBron breaking the record. Probably not tonight. Maybe versus the Bucks. My hunch is he's not going to do it tonight. Uh, yeah, but we'll too. see. Uh, the point of this is, I respect his talent. The point is, I do hate respect LeBron. His <laughs> It's it's in 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 social media world. It's it's that's what I mean. It's Republicans and uh, Democrats. It's you you're pro vaccine against vaccine. It's there's no gray area, and it's it's. But I think it's you that. have a gray area. I mean, w- would you put LeBron in your top five players all time? Yes, I don't even think that's the metric that this conversation. It's not even in that same plane. But even with because, all the warts you mentioned, even with all the all the leaving the fart and leaving the wake and not making his team better and the whole deal, that is not. So the comments will be fun, but but we should put this bow on it. That is not Andrew saying that LeBron wasn't an all-time great. He is it, saying he's an all-time great. He's just saying, imagine you know what he could have done built, better for his team. So is he top five? Like if I'm just taking objectively, like these guys are playing yeah. one-on-one, do you think he'd win? No, just – just, But if I'm building a team, man, I would not have him on my team. That's different. That's different, right? And, and because I get a t- that because team you're, you're is, is the sum of their parts. It is a, a good a great team is supposed to be better than the sum of their parts. What about you be prime Dwayne Wade to start your team? Then would you take LeBron? See, I have a theory that a little bit of Wade's legacy got hurt because of LeBron, actually, because those championships are sort of given to LeBron, and Wade was sort of the the Robin to that. But Dwayne Wade was absolutely Alpha A to Alpha B, right there. And they were both Alphas. Chris Bosh took a became C. So um, can I tell you that that's just life? Um, mm-hmm. You know, LeBron and Wade. You know, if you're arguing against LeBron, you say Alpha was was Wade. If you're a LeBron lover, you say, well, no, Wade wasn't doing anything without LeBron. If you're a Kobe guy, Kobe Wade has did something. Five championships, right? But LeBron, but Wade did do something without LeBron. And he did it where he was drafted. But LeBron he, he done built it also without Wade, you know. I he's mean, did it. He's done it through the farm. Just go with me. I get it. So, but you're arguing that there are people who would argue the other side. Kobe, 
There are people who give Kobe all of his rings and say Kobe is a five-time, you know, ring winner. He's the best. He's the best to ever do it. He's a GOAT. How could I ever say he's only a top eight player? But then there are people who say Shaq was there. Shaq won the first three finals MVPs, and it was really Shaq. Just like you're saying, it's really Dwayne Wade. There are people who say Michael Jordan is the greatest, but then on the other side of the equation, there are people who say Michael Jordan would not have won anything if he didn't get paired up with another top 50 player of all time in Scottie Pippen. There are people who say Magic Johnson needed James Worthy and Kareem on his team. To but, win. but you see there how the reach continues Clay on? Thompson is the real reason that the dynasty was there. Draymond Green, it's not just all Steph. So is that a bad thing? Isn't that part of... I think we reached. Fun? I, I think... I think there's the eye test. There's the top 50 of all time, Pippen. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the eye test of knowing that that team, year in, year out, knew that they had Jordan to rely on, mm-hmm. and everything fell on Jordan's shoulders, and he never threw anyone else under the bus. He owned it. He said, if we're not performing, it's on me. That's so, I mean, different measurement stick. Everybody's got different. So you say, I don't like to change the goalposts. You have your own goalposts, and I'm sure people who would argue for LeBron wouldn't care as much about you know, his GMing and that stuff. They'd say the guy is out there doing stuff right now that has never been done before. You know, when, Individually, when but not yeah, collectively. But, I guess, but, so I they guess only that. judge him individually, but they never judge him on a collective basis. And that's the frustration. Not entirely true because they do talk about the Cavs team that he took to the finals a bunch of times that had no one on it. And then people like you who want to argue against him. Yeah, okay, he took him to the finals, but he never won. No, so it's impressive. Zdruna, Sigalskis, and Anderson, Verizhal. Whoever the hell, yeah, I mean, like, just garbage. I mean, th- that team was a joke. Of course LeBron's great. No one's, de- no one's denying his greatness. So how did he not make that team better? He took a team of scrubs to a finals over and over again. How did he not make yeah. the, the 2000, 3, 4, 5, 6... The whole Cleveland through to 2010, I think. Yeah, the whole Cleveland time when he was there taking them to the finals with literally nobody. He he I, did make Zedrunas into an all-star, which is crazy to think. Z-Man. You know, I mean Mo Williams was was a player. No, I, and this is the nuance of it. And I appreciate it. So congratulations, breaking the record today, tomorrow versus the Bucks. Uh, I enjoy this. I love talking ball. Good. Next time, give me a chance to do a little research, and I'll have even better arguments. This was all up the fly. I'm Are you just sure playing. about that? Because I don't think you would. You sure about research. them five minutes? You sure about those five minutes? You sure about that, Mr. Tipton? Any any topics other than LeBron that interests you? Cam, no, this, Cam, I mean, it's a, it's a good topic. I like it. You like topic. it? Cam Thomas. 26 is, uh, points in the third quarter, right? In the third quarter versus the Suns. Okay. So tomorrow, when everybody comes and they fill that lineup with actual starters, do you expect him to continue to score all of these points? I don't know where he's going to play in the rotation. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, I like so his game a lot, though. I'd be very, very careful. I think back to Devontae Graham before Terry Rozier came, you know, when Terry Rozier was injured. Yeah. I, I, what, what it scares Cam's me a rookie, with, though. Cam's, yeah. Cam's like two years into the league. What it scares me about is, I mean, Tom Brady is the greatest player of all time. And if Drew Bledsoe didn't get hurt, we would never have known about it. Cam Thomas might be a great player. I don't know whether we're ever going to know. He's going to get his minutes. And also, um, how, actually, how do, actually, how I actually know? like this team. I, I don't know how they're going to do the rotation. Like, it's tough because Durant's injured, so you don't know when he's getting back. I, I think a Cam Thomas is either a starter or like the Tyler Hero role. 
and he's still going to get his buckets. He's still going to get his 25 minutes a game. What I like about his game is he he's stocky, man. He's a big boy for he's a big boy. He's a Desmond Bain esque with a with a bit more game in my opinion. Uh, and Desmond Bain is fantastic. He's leading the league in threes. Um, but I'm not the I would be careful. I'd just be careful with the whole thing. You know, I mean, you know, it seems like the NBA is one of these one of these things where if the team is not so spectacular, um, and there's minutes to go around, anybody can fill up the stat sheet. Is what it's at any given time. I think this Nets team is is. I don't know if they're going to make another move or not, but I, I think I think this team could. Do you do you remember Ian said let's get the gang back together? Yeah, he was so do excited remember- about the Kyrie trade because he wanted Dinwiddie back. And Dinwiddie's really excited to be there. And what he said was, "Now go get me Torian Prince and Jared Allen back." That's what he said. That's Jared direct- Dudley, Theo Pinson, Jared Allen. <laughs> How fun was that team to watch? Hey, that was uh, he loved those guys. Ken, a- Ken Atkinson. I can't believe they fired him. He's. Do you know he's now the, the assistant coach for the Warriors? No, I didn't. That's pretty cool. That's the Warriors the- are a mess too. Um, man, listen, basketball is going to get fun very soon. We're going to have the All Star break. You know, we're going to be done with the LeBron. You know, we're going to see what happens if, if there's moves made. You know, we'll we'll see who's going to actually uh, have a shot at the at the at the at the championship and who doesn't. Um, I'd like to see Zion get healthy and actually play but another example of when the when there's a void it gets filled i mean look at some of those young guys in on the pelicans filling the stat sheet also right you got trey you know you got you got a whole bunch of people over there who are, i like uh, that roster i like the trey, Ra- trey murphy Najee yep, marshall murphy. herb jones it's fun alvarado running around like a man i like i this is one of my favorite seasons of all time i hate watching the lakers play are you buying any well, cards yeah, bought Cam Thomas, Dunruss Elite. Nice. Well, I put it on my story. There you go. No one sent me a single card. I had to go to eBay. <laughs> well, this is what I, I mean I, with the podcast. People think I'm selling. I'm, I'm liquidating. They're 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 buying my poop. Or if I'm buying, they're like, wait, maybe I shouldn't sell to him. <laughs> no, no one's. Well, actually, no. People sent me a mosaic one of one. That's what with I. The USA flag on it. Well, that's, that's the dumbest made. I mosaic. They turned mosaic from 2016-17, which was a dope product. Into literally toilet paper and shit. Well, it wasn't its own product originally. It was part of like the regular prison. It was just like a mosaic, like a hyper. And then cool. it became its own product um, in, I think, 1920. Yeah, the Jaws ja Ion. First one, you know, like, and then they have like a Jaw variation. It's the, they've ruined it. Absolutely ruined it. I like old school, like 2016 Jalen Brown mosaic rookie. Those are like fast Bad. break. They're like old, they're like variation. Like fast break wasn't its own product. But it was a release within Prism, you know, like the little disco balls, the little circles and stuff like that, you know. Um, yeah. So, listen, this was fun. You enjoy. We have the a guy DMing us, Cage, uh-huh. who, if I so I had the clip so about Luca, right? So the clip I had about Luca was you compare him to LeBron or Harden, right? Yep. And I was like, we can't really compare him to LeBron. I don't think that's a fair comparison. I think he's closer to a Harden in style. And the thing that happened with Harden is his he got his CP3, and what we realized was he wasn't one piece away. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. Remember I said that? Yep. One week later, you see that he got his piece. But we have a guy who anytime that we put out, I put out a clip about Luca or LeBron, he responds, why do you have – why do you name your podcast after these guys if you're going to shit on them? It's a good question. Maybe we should change the name. Is that a good question? Because if we've criticized everybody, like 
or we've given flowers. I mean, imagine Tiger. You, can, you can't have both. That's why he's like, he's like, I'm weeping for Tiger because he's he's next in, on the list. Weep. Listen, I mean, I defended Luca in that one and said all he needed was a piece. I defended Luca in that one and said, you know, he's a little bit better than what you're giving him credit for. I also said LeBron and the Lakers were not going to get Kyrie. And I think the owner of the Nets came out and said, basically, I was ready to trade him anywhere other than the Lakers. The Lakers can't get Kyrie. I'm pretty sure that was you know, one of the one of the quotes that I saw. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, it didn't work from a contract standpoint. I like the Nets. The Nets got you know younger, got some draft picks. Um, they still have Ben Simmons, so that's problematic. But <laughs> take care, you everybody. went to that cage. No, not at all. You you will listen. I went. LeBron I went easy fans, on him. The LeBron fans will support me on this one, which is a weird position to be in because I'm not really a LeBron fan. 